Fingers crossed. <laughs> you getting us canceled today? <laughs> nah, you already canceled. <laughs> you already did that yourself. They don't like me. I mean, you straight. <laughs> <laughs> Look, a couple of y'all gonna cancel me because uh, last podcast the audio was fucked up. Excuse my language. Is this your first time listening? Uh, you'll learn how we talk here. Um, let me explain to y'all what happened last episode. Okay, break it down. Um, shout out to Mark Prosper. You know who that is. Yeah, big homie. That's so Mark comes on a podcast and me and him sitting here and we talking and I had to redesign the room. Um, and Mark is sitting there with me and me and podcast. If you listen, I appreciate you for listening. But I say on the podcast, my biggest fear is losing everything on a shoot. So for me, if I'm shooting something and a memory card get damaged or whatever, that's why I always shoot with dual car slots. And then I was saying on a podcast, it's even worse because nobody understands like, damn, I just talked for an hour and a half to lose all the audio. And it's really you can't find it. Like at least with a memory card, as long as you don't format it, it might be a chance. Right. But this shit, it ain't no chance. (laughs) (laughs) And so me me and Mark talking, we get to an hour and 45 minutes, y'all. And we are laughing. And I. I said something. No, Mark Alute said something. And I stepped on the court and it just ripped out of the mixer and gone. Just like that. And then so we are still laughing because Mark was about to say something deep. And he was like, good people, good people. And I just stepped on the shit. Literally, we lost out of a however long that episode is, y'all. We only got 30 seconds of audio from the mics. And so, Mark, I need to apologize to you. Um, Mark is coming back. I told hey. him that you were coming on this week. Um, Dreaming wanted to come, but he, you know, people got to work. You got to, you got to work. You got to eat. You got to work. But I do need to apologize to Mark. Also, I need to apologize. But shout out to everybody hand claps for those who listen. Because a couple, hold on now. A couple of y'all listened through. My homeboy did hit me up and was like, yo, you record this shit in the bathroom? Like, what's up with this? Yeah, the quality was a little different. I wow. You just going to come on the pot and shit on it. What'd you say? Nah, nah. I peeped. Like, I knew something was different from the previous episodes. I tune in occasionally. You shitting on the podcast. Nah, nah, it's straight, though. So, y'all can hear my voice now. Here, Let me let y'all hear what it sounded like. Y'all gonna laugh y'all little asses off. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Just to give y'all a real live differential. Is that a word? A differential is in a car. It's Listen like, to shit. Like, never wanna live here. I love Vegas, though. And y'all hear how we talking now. Yeah. Versus. It's a, a dope, you know, theme park. What, Vegas? <laughs> Shit sound horrible. Um, horrible. Anyway, um, I do want to thank everybody for listening, for rocking with us. This is episode drum roll. Do you know what episode this is? This is probably 112. I don't remember. 111. You was close, man. Hand claps for you, but you're not this, getting it. I said this episode is 112. This would be 111. Oh, oh, See? Oh, oh. Shout out to everybody listening. This is uh episode 111 of the Paid and Exposure Podcast. I am your host, Gavin, aka Coke, aka whatever you want to call me. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um before we get there, I want to thank everybody for rocking. We did not do it properly. But this this isn't the first episode of 2022. But this is the start of 2022. And I do want to thank everybody for rocking with me because it's been an interesting year, to say the least. Um, it's It's been great. You know what I'm saying? Last year, 2021 was beautiful, especially for the podcast, from taking a break to coming back to get more listeners to people actually, you know, um, showing their support whether it was you know listening sharing or supporting financially and i'm super grateful a lot of doors was open a lot of recognition was had what's the word 
Yeah. Yeah, all right, cool. But yeah, man, we want to thank everybody. Hold on, man. Let's do this right. I don't know who this guy is beside me. Um, he showed up randomly. Um, we're gonna get to how I know him, but he just popped up. And what? You ain't just pop up? Nah, finish. I'm gonna let you cook. I'm gonna let you cook, coach. <laughs> My man just popped. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Can I do gunshots over this? Um, thank you for being here, man. You are my second no guest of 2022. Hey. Um, let me tell y'all how I met this guy. Mm. Hold on, hold on. How do we want to? You know, before we can get there, let's do this. So at the end of this, you got to say no. You understand. It's a question at the end. You got to say no. About helping our community okay. of photographers to reach the next on, level in their business. We just leveled up. Hosted by Key, aka Kinono, and Charlotte photographer Gavin B. We unscripted, we keeping it real. Let's get it. Wrap it up. What? <laughs> Shut up. Wait, so I can't pay you an exposure? No. Thank you. No. I'm glad. If you do not know, this is the Pay and Exposure Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Gavin. I know I just said that. Shout out to my first time listeners. Shout out to my last time listeners. Um, if this is your last time listening, it's gonna be a wild one, probably. Absolutely. <laughs> and I understand why it's your last one because this guy beside me probably said something that he shouldn't have said. Um, all right. Excuse me. Had a burp. The nice came through. Um, so I'm in this classroom. And I'm a part of this mentorship program. Shout out to Titus. Um, and so I'm in this class and it's a couple of people around the table. And it's like a little half square or a three seventy-five percent square table. And one of the guys is there, he has locks. Then we have Dreamin'. Then we have Jess. Do we have didn't we have another girl in our class? Yeah. Yeah. Ish, but yeah. Uh. All right. So then we had Jess, then we have Phil. Then we had uh, Sharice. And then it was me who was in there freezing. So I'm looking around at everybody. So we was all instructed to bring our pictures, our work there. And the only reason why I remember this guy is because he goes in an art gallery that we're sitting in. He goes to the wall and pull off art off the wall to present to the class. I said, oh, oh, he he just done it on everybody. You a dickhead. <laughs> you a dickhead. I was like, this, this. I said, my man went to the wall. Then they pulled out some art from the back room and they plugged it into the wall and it lit up. And I was just like, ah, that's how we plan this this clip, this class. Um, I want to welcome, I have a special guest. I'm gonna let him introduce. What is your name, sir? Because you can't pronounce it. It's Cordrell. It's Cordrell Colbert. Howdy. <laughs> welcome, man. Welcome. Hey, um, so for those who did make it through the last episode, I tell a story about how. Somebody spassed on our class because they said, uh, Cordrell was like, yo, you said my name wrong, but you know. Yeah. How often people mess up your name? Oh. Marcus explained how Lou always messes up your oh, name. Oh, man. Quadrell. Yeah. <laughs> he said he calls you Quadrell. He yeah. I mean, I accept it from Lou. That's the homie. <laughs> I mean, if if let him tell the story of, <laughs> did he talk about the No, the he, trip just, he just laughed Miami? off. He just laughed on the side and was just like, bruh. I try, but I, I miss it. No, he say it right sometimes, oh. but, but it's just primarily he be calling me Quadro. But no, people who mess up my name literally all the time, and it's one of my biggest pet peeves. I'm I hate sorry. the name Cordell. It's so annoying. It's, it's yeah, because it's another R. It's it's real simple, Cordell. But no, I get Q, 
<laughs> K, Corduroy, Quadro, bro, the list goes on. Cordan, like, bro, I'm telling you, people slaughter my name, and it's, it's, it's a crime against humanity. <laughs> Where are you from? <laughs> I'm originally from Long Island, New York, but... I'm is that the rich side or the not rich side? No, this is the not rich side. <laughs> this is, so which island is the rich island? I mean, it's on the other side of the island. I mean, I was from Hempstead, 96 Westbury Boulevard. I don't know none of that exactly. shit. Exactly. I'm from Charlotte. Yeah. Um, how long you been down here? <sighs> since since I was a little in like six years old. Oh, you but, from here? Yeah. But Thank you. I mean, well, my, no, no, no. You from me? It's cool. We gotta rock. Let it rock. You from Charlotte? Okay. Where you go to high school at? It don't matter. All right. <laughs> let's, Independence. I went to Independence. Oh, you, how old are you? I'm 27. Oh, so you wasn't going when y'all was like whooping everybody? No, ass no. In football. I was I was going that hundred. Hundred plus street, yeah. <laughs> Look for those who are not from Charlotte, y'all gotta understand. There's a high school here, Legendary. and like their streak was like 107 to zero <laughs> from like wins. And I remember I went to Hopewell. We playing Independence. We so hype, right? Because it's like halftime, and it's like 24 to like 21, and they up, and we like so hype because we like, yo, we about to break that streak. Bro, they came out at halftime, and they were just like, all right, here goes 70 points. Y'all can have the rest. <laughs> and then we still had 21. So the end score was like, to be for real, for real, no, no jokes intended, but it was like the end of score was like 72 to 21 still. And it was just like, it was like they put their starters in. Yeah. They was like, here y'all go. We got y'all. Yeah. Um, Independence was a machine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we know. And you know it's bad when the coach leave, and they still keep winning. <laughs> How did how did his ass leave and then they bring him back and he's like, all right, I'm back now. Let's put the starters back in. Starting coaches, starting team. Like, let's kick everybody's ass. Um, what you shoot with? Uh, depending on the day. Uh, I mean, you what, one you, of those. what you want? Film, you want digital, what you what you want? Let me what you shoot with digital first and then okay. go to film. Um primarily I got Big Bertha, which is a Canon 5D Mark III. Okay. Um, you want glass? You want that? What you want to tell us, man? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this guy's a real funny guy. He's trying to be cool, man. He must got somebody out there watching that he don't want to know that he just cool. I mean, everybody who know know. I mean, but yeah, but let me see. A little sleeper, a little twenty eight to seventy f two point eight or maybe okay eight, eight to sixteen f what three point five signal. So okay, I just like shooting weird stuff or seventy to two hundred. L-lens. Yeah. Definitely yeah. got to get the L lenses. Yeah. Not, nobody. <laughs> All right. So when you first get in photography, people see the L lenses and it's just the red ring, right? It's just like, okay, I got to get it. And then you get it. And then you're like, all right, let me see what the hype is about. And then you realize it's like, Canon really be trying everybody with the non L lenses because yeah. it's like, they know they got the technology to make your shit yeah. sharp. And they just like, nah, we just definitely gonna make you pay for it. Yeah. But you could finesse with if you know how to finesse, like with the cheaper me. stuff, I mean, shit, I was shooting with the the hundred dollar fifty for a while. I mean, it fell apart, yeah, <laughs> and I had to put that bitch back together. But I mean, I made it work, and it still was a quality piece of glass. Yeah, but, but nah, I'm just rough with my shit, like a lot of my stuff. Yeah, so, this elk. um. You getting uh no 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 the one that's on both of us that camera that's the twenty four to one oh five and I was shooting in the studio and I was zoomed in all the way on my computer and it just looked so compressed and like the it was just ugly and I was like oh what's wrong with this lens 
And well, I was like, what's wrong with this image? And I kept noticing then when I switched to the 85, which is solely on you, yeah. I was like, it's a lot better. And then somebody was like, well, how old is that lens? I was like, it's the first lens I ever got. And they were like, bro, you've been shooting since like 08, 09? <laughs> like, yo, bro, it's old. It's not supposed to still be working Ooh. as pristine. So this lens that's on both of us has literally, it's seen its better days. It At minimum, it's 13 years old. Hey. But you know. Nah. And then the the rubber parts are falling off of it. Yep. It hasn't been dropped, you know yep. what I'm saying? But I'm and so right now I'm in the market for a 35. Okay. Um but the, I can't find also, it. I mean zoom versus prime. Yeah. Sharpness is people but people don't want to hear that. I tell people that all the time. I'm like, yo, prime is always gonna be sharper. Faster focus and speed. Yeah. They like, nah, I don't believe that. But it's always the people who ain't really been shooting that long. They be loving and give out it. But never mind, let me shut up. That's yeah, most yeah, of my yeah. listeners. Huh? <laughs> You what you shoot with in film? Oh, also Sony A7 III. Um, oh, uh, why you got both? Because Canon took too fucking long. Yeah, they do. I mean, simple features. I don't want to have to use Magic Lantern to get simple stuff. For those who don't know, Magic Lantern is a like backdoor hack mm-hmm. for unlocking Canon's full potential. Yeah. But this is back when I was shooting with t3 yeah and shit back in college if you get them um i think the only thing it does is just wipes out your warranty so if your yeah. camera can't be on warranty anymore you might as well yeah <laughs> i mean that's how it was yeah so, and uh know. with film um <clears throat> i i have a couple i think My a nikon a couple. A nikon 35 millimeter f1 mm. uh just another ae1 but primarily shooting my favorite camera at the moment is the Mamiya RB67 rotating back, you know, with what I think I got 65, 90 and uh, 150 soft focus. I was um, I was the only person in our class that didn't shoot film. Mm. And I was pissed because y'all was over there having a great little, you know, kumbaya circle and shit. Yeah. And I'm sitting over there like, mm-hmm. you know, one thing just uh, stressed to me um. She was like, digital photographers are trying to uh, use like edits and, you know, filter. I'm just calling filters. They presets and LUTs and all that stuff. She was like, they'll try to replicate film. But she was like, a real film photographer can tell the difference. Yeah. And so I laughed at that because I'm like, yeah, I see some photographer like, oh, I can give you that film look. And I'm like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? But I understood. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, you can try to emulate film, but it's not. It's- you can see like the tactile elements of it, like mm. the grain, the, the way the highlight roll off is. Yeah, that's the stuff I really like paying attention to, like latitude, like how you can push the shadows versus. I mean the the highlights in yeah. the film photo. How do um how you got into photography? <clears throat> like what was that like? Like um was it just randomly one day somebody let you use a camera or fam? Like how that happen? I mean, well, I have older siblings. Um, mm-hmm. My, my father is a producer, musician, okay. um, self-taught. Um, then he corralled my brother into the music world, and then we moved down here. Um, so he was kind of keeping rapport with him after my parents split. Mm-hmm. And then um, my brother was drawing. And my sister was into photography. Yeah. And then I, like, was following behind her footsteps and, like, touching on some projects. But then I got into um, skateboarding and, like, it was, like, senior or junior year. Yeah. Um, and I ended up buying 35 millimeter off of one of my homies. 
And I actually, he just had a birthday, and I ended up giving him a 35 millimeter for his birthday. <laughs> That's dope. Kind of like an anniversary thing. Yeah. But, yeah, I picked that up off of him, and then I took um, photography classes in high school, and I ended up learning how to develop in a dark room. Yeah. And, yeah. So. That's what's up. Yep. That's what's up. What's your, um? all right, <clears throat> give it to me right quick. What's your favorite thing to shoot, and what's your your least favorite thing to shoot? Um... I like I like people who are passionate about what they do. I like um, bringing stories to, I guess, um, everyday people. I guess and bringing out qualities that they don't really see in themselves. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's really where it's at for me. I like people who are malleable but still have drive and attention to detail. Absolutely. Um, but. Yeah, I'm just tired of shooting lame ass ideas. <laughs> like people are like, yeah, bro, just do your thing. Like, all right, cool. Like, it doesn't budget. This is paid and exposure. Like, I would much rather work with someone at this point in my career, about almost nine, ten years in. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I would much rather shoot with someone who has ideas and actual critique and pushback on the idea rather than just taking somebody's money and having to do everything mm-hmm. and then for them to try to take the sauce after one interaction and then trying to push it on somebody else. You know, um, damn, how do I say this? Um, I totally understand that. I know we talked about it a little bit off mic, but like I'm getting there in my, my stage of my career where it's like, I love shooting. So for those who do not know, um, I started shooting sophomore year of college. And so that's 08. And mm-hmm. it's 2022. And it's probably, I tell people that because from 08 to probably 2015, I didn't know what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? And that's mm-hmm. a long time not to know what the hell you're doing. Right. And I didn't know what I was doing. Business-wise was trash. Didn't even know how to use my camera. I had that thing on auto and just was shooting whatever. Yeah. And, you know, it wasn't until I literally was like, probably in 2013 and 14, I was just like, all right, let me get some education here. And then that education grew into something bigger. And I was like, all right, let me really focus on this. But I'm now I'm getting to the point is like, what's next for me? And I know that next ain't five years or 10 years from now. Um, I will hope. But um, we were saying off mic, I was like, yo, you know, taking people money is cool. It's like, all right, all right I get your money. I shoot whatever you want me to shoot. But then you do get to that point where it's like, I wish I had the, first of all, I wish I had the money to be able to shoot what the hell I want to shoot. Right. Because um, now it's funny. I was uh, telling my wife this morning, I woke up, I was like, yeah, I got to shoot. I need to work with, and I gave her a list of girls' names and guys' names. I'm like, I need to work with them. She was like, why? And I was like, because people really think I only shoot maternity now. Now, I love shooting maternity, so I have no problem with it. I will always shoot that. But people think I'm solely just a maternity photographer. And it kind of bugs me because then I'm like, damn, I do so much more. But I wish I could shoot passion projects like what we're part of or, um, you know, I have a friend. uh, Shout out to Kevin Wilson. um, Amazing dude. And he uh, me and him was talking about it. He was like, bro, I think it'd be dope if you could just travel the world and just shoot people with albinism. And I was like, me too. But. Too bad uh, the funds ain't lined up right, like that. Right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? And right. like meeting people. Um, so we got an interesting talk today. And I think this is going to help us transition. So um, last week with Mark, I talked about um, being an artist. Or are you an artist or are you just a photographer? Because I think that's a... Um, it's a pertinent question. It is. Because a lot of people are just photographers. They shoot anything. 
Yep. What's your budget? Okay, cool, bet. I will be there. I will shoot it. And some people actually do a great job of just doing that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I'm not here to shame and shit on. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I ain't got time for that. Like y'all gonna shoot what y'all want. I didn't right. realize that. That's why I told you I'm being nice in 2022. But <laughs> part of that is um, I was talking to Marcus, and Marcus was like, "Yeah, I'm really an artist. I look at you know the art about stuff and just creating art." You know, and I, I I hate to keep using that form, that term art, but but that's what it really is, because I look at him sometimes. Um, I look at a lot of people. I look at our class and um, I see art and I see people that really care about like, yo, this is what I'm here to shoot. This is what I want to shoot. And this is what I want to create. Um, and shooting gets me there to create whatever I'm here to present. And so um, we had that conversation. So for today, um, you know, seeing your work. And I remember seeing your work, you know, there in class. I remember um, seeing your work that's going to be in the gallery. And I really looked at it and said, you can feel certain emotions when you see somebody's work. Right. Um, and I feel like that with most of our class. You know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to Jess. I was looking at her stuff. What? <laughs> uh, it's, it's me. Not it's, most of our, cla- our class. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay. But. <laughs> Don't let Cordrell or Quadro. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. That is a great drug name. If you was a drug dealer, that would have Quattro. to be your name. Quadro, Quadro. <laughs> <laughs> that would have to be your name if you was a drug dealer. Quattro. Sorry if you are not of color and you're listening to this. Don't assume all black people sell drugs. Um. <laughs> next. Coke. Uh, Cold. <laughs> yes, because I, I, I don't um yes. one day we'll have somebody explain how I got that name. But so um I'm looking at so anyway, I'm looking at your work and I'm realizing like, yo, um, how do we get emotion out of certain imagery? And so I kind of want you to talk about that. Like, what is your way of getting emotion when you present an image and you say, Hey, this is my image, how do you make sure you get certain emotions? Gavin was like, yo, this nigga artist. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's that's sick. I appreciate the compliment. But um, let's think. How do you get an emotion? I mean, it's really diving into color psychology. Okay. And framing. And I mean, every every image that I seriously consider like a piece for me, like I've thought about and ruminated and sat with like before I even pick up the camera like I know which camera I want to shoot which where like as soon as I see a location I'm bookmarking that shit in my mind mm-hmm. I'm like I know what time of day which which angle the sun gonna hit from like these are all other things that I consider so um whenever I'm trying to evoke a certain emotion um it's like what story obviously am i trying to tell mm-hmm. but so i really like hmm i like listening and taking experiences from places and like it's it's a collage but it might just seem like all right this is a picture but these are all the things that i consider whenever piecing stuff together mm. cuz um that's amazing you said it because i i look at certain things uh <laughs> when i when i go out and shoot not anymore. I'm trying to change this about myself. Right. So, but back in the day, I go out and shoot. And I'm like, okay, Gavin, I need these type of pictures for this. I'm like, all right, 
right, it's a cool location. This is a great time. Cool bet. Let's go there. And certain people you have to do that with. Um, not everybody, right? Right. Um, of course not everybody, because some some work that I do personally is just not there to tell the story. Mm, right. Um, some people just want a headshot, and they just need a regular headshot for LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Cool, right. So it might, but it might be somebody who's saying, "Hey, I have, um, you know, I have one lady uh, who I'm shooting next week, and she has a business, and she's uh, she does all different type of wellness. She has a wellness building. And she's like, look, business, excuse me. And she's like, I need to tell a story because each part of my business does something different, and it evokes different types of emotions. So, you know, I've been looking at it." Recently, I'm like, all right, what do she want to tell? So, you know, now I'm starting to have conversations. Do you do you have <laughs> conversations with people? Before? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a grooming process for most of my clients or like people that I because, like I said, I'm kind of at the point where I'm declining projects. Like mm. if it's not bringing me some kind of joy or creative expression, I just I really can't do it. Like I'll sit at the computer and my arms will feel heavy. Yeah. Like, so I love you, but stop bringing bullshit projects <laughs> to me. Cause I don't like it's, it. And I'm not saying that to say that I don't, I'm not open to new ideas or, but I'm saying like projects that you don't want to put time into mm. projects. You're not willing to receive critique or like uh, having a conversation like about, what this means to you if it doesn't hold any weight if this is something to just throw up on the internet i'm probably not the photographer for you you probably already had to wait through x amount of dm requests <laughs> i ain't got that many followers i got like maybe a tenth of how many followers you got but, I don't know I'm, I'm, but <clears throat> oh yeah <laughs> yo but, i'm gonna say this before he continues if all of my followers send me a dollar i could do a lot this year mm. but that's all <laughs> i just need a dollar one dollar. Imagine mm. if you had a vision. Imagine yep. for your next project. Mm-hmm. However many followers you had. Imagine if you say, hey, y'all, uh, six months, this next six months, this is one I want to do. And if all your followers say, y'all, I'm going to give you $10. I'm going to give you $5. I'm going to give you a dollar to go do that. You could do so much. But anyway, right. continue. Nah, I, I think I have, well, the thing about my brand is, my brand is really my face. Yeah. Like, and that's that's a part of how... I guess I really navigate because Mm -hmm. I have an intimate connection with most of the people that I'm working with. Mm -hmm. Keep going. Okay. Um, But (laughs) not you getting up to leave (laughs) me. Nah, I know you got to stop and record again. But (laughs) you getting up big podcasts and leaving. But no, I just genuinely have a, a connection with most of my followers slash fan base. And I mean, everybody might not. I might have the same 150 people, but these are definitely my core fan base and people that I know genuinely rock with me. Genuinely. Um, I tell people all the time, uh, nothing's worse when you talk to a client and, hey, what you want? And you're talking to them and you could tell they put no effort mm-hmm. and they relying on you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and I know this is in a client podcast. But as photographers, I do want us all to understand, like, what you get out of that. Like, what do you get out of that as a photographer? And sometimes you're going to realize, like, I just got paid. And I pray that y'all not getting just exposure out of that, out of somebody who's saying, yo. And that's why I I 
preach and talk my shit about don't get paid in exposure because a lot of y'all are doing exposure project projects and not getting nothing out of it. Not even you're not getting no money. You wasting your time and you don't get nothing fulfilling out of doing that because I, you know, me and you talking about it. Um, Assume the position. <laughs> <laughs> I hit get young ladies every day who, yo, I want you I, nice pictures. Are you doing collabs? I want to work with you. And I'm like, what do you want? And then they send me this bullshit and I get it. And I'm like, what do I, I'm gonna chop this up and I'm putting it on my page. If you call me, contact me for a clap, please understand my wife is going to approve it or not mm. before you send that shit to me. Mm. Why? Because you're taking time out of me spending time with her. You're taking money out of and food out of my my kid's mouth. My kid, bro, me and my wife was make we we was talking about it. We were making a joke. Um, he has he gets formula. Formula, some of these tens of formula posts a last yo a month. Bro just ran through that shit in five days. The month supply. He ran through it in five days, bro. That's how much this little boy eat. And so imagine that you asking me to collab with you and you taking time where I could be making money to feed him. You just please understand from here on out. My wife and son got to approve your collab. And if you don't think they're going to approve it, don't even send me that shit. Send it to you. Lucky I was going to say bro's name, but I don't know what a dump button is on this damn podcast because I was going to mute. <laughs> but that's the point that i'm trying to make that all right anyway back to our original schedule program sometimes i go on rants and you're going to notice that i do rants to all the time programming. we still got music playing we ain't even know it <laughs> um let me ask you this though um what do you focus on um, you have this project that you're working on, right? And whatever that project may be, you can, oh. you know, what I'm saying, what is your focus when you get the cl- the client there, the subject there, whatever the case may be, and they're in front of your camera? Do what do you focus on? For me personally, I always focus on people's eyes. Mm. Um, that's and the reason why I, I say that, well, one because I do, but I started doing that because when I was really, really getting in photography, that's how I knew I could. Uh, kills people's uh my photos will always be sharp and I, that was my biggest thing when i first got started like please make my photos sharp and i noticed if i focus on their eyes as long as i got that generally the rest of it will be in focus you know whatever case Word. may be but for you what do you focus on when when it comes to like getting emotion out of people mm. i mean well <clears throat> one of i think the biggest secrets to photography is you don't have to share half of them shits. You only really need one image, mm. right? Like to to tell a story, and people people put on it's like three faces. This is what I usually tell people. Mm-hmm. It's it's usually the face that you see, the face that they want you to see, and then like behind that is like their true self. Yeah. So it's like a battle, and like. You, you kind of have to wear people out. You have to know how to read people. You have to know how to like psycho, like reverse psychology mm-hmm. people into letting down their guard for like a split second. And that's it's like all in anticipation and just knowing and cycles and timing. So that's really where it is. It's like, all right, how do I break past these barriers so I can show you that? So then I can like make you more willing to reveal that part of yourself yeah because it's comfortability if anything mm, which is funny 
So one of the questions I got for today, we'll get to the questions later, but like one of the questions was like, how do you make your clients feel comfortable? So it's funny that I was like, "Ah, all right, I got all these questions, but I'm not even going to go through them. Right. But that was one of the questions like, how do you, and you know, I've noticed um, personally, um, first of all, when people shoot with me, they, they pretty much know my personality before. I felt like I'm not going to say I'm the best at this because I'm not I'm not going to say I was the first at this because clearly I wasn't. But when I was uh, especially growing my social media and really I really got to a point where I was like, I really want people to know who I am before they shoot with me. Mm. Um, when you shoot with me, you're going to know that I'm a fun guy. I'm not stuck up. I'm not rude. I'm not whatever. And oh, I'm all of that. Yeah, <laughs> he's all not shit you don't want. <laughs> he is not. <laughs> but I. The reason why I was saying that because I felt like it made my clients comfortable because they was getting there. And they was like, all right, I kind of feel like I know you. And now it kind of got a little weird, which I'm not mad at, but it kind of got a little weird because some of them new stuff. I'm like, damn, I never told you that. But I had to remember like, oh, shit, I put that on Facebook or Instagram, whatever. And which taught me to only put it out there what you want people to know. You know what I'm saying? But um, being comfortable, you know, me having pre-conversations with them. Like now I do consultations for every shoot. Mm. I had to stop with the bullshit of. Yo, I talk to you when you get there, and we talk for five minutes, and we create whatever. Nah, you know, fun. Yeah, nah, fun. it's not fun. Do you do contracts? Yeah. Okay, cool. I don't, it was a random question. No, no, no. I I started doing that this year. Every mm-hmm. shoot that I've had that I am having, everybody signed a contract. Because last year, um, for those who know, the last couple of years, I just was not doing contracts. If it wasn't a wedding, you wasn't getting a contract. But now that all has changed. Yeah, it save you a lot of heartache, but it's. Every person I've tried to look out for in the <laughs> discount or those are the people that usually end up fucking you over. Oh, yeah. Like, they have fun. Yeah, yeah. It's assume the everybody position. you try to ex- <laughs> assume the position. <laughs> like, it's just bad. But every, like, even my closest of friends, like, they'll know, like, I'm just going to charge you the going rate. Like, yeah. You're supposed to. Yeah, but, absolutely. But. Yeah. I had, um. My rules is this. Only people that uh, get a discount is <laughs> parents, sister, mother-in-law, and wife. Mm. And then um, I got, like, my homeboy. I got, like, I got two homeboys that is, it don't matter. Like, y'all good. And mind you, I shoot with them. <laughs> one homeboy, I've been knowing him for, since I started, he's only asked for one shoot. <laughs> and my other homeboy, he asked for a shoot. He asked for a shoot of uh, his wife for his birthday. No, and then he was there. So, and then he gonna get, he gonna change. His wife kept her outfit on. He went and changed outfits. I was like, I'm gonna whoop your ass. He's he's my barber. Um, oh. and, but me, me and him are best friends. And you right. know, he was just like, yeah. And then he gave me money for what the shoot would have cost him. You know what I'm saying? And I appreciated that because he's like, he's an entrepreneur as well though. So he's kind of like, I understand his goals. But I'm with you. Everybody. Um, what I've come to learn was when you do look out and give people favors. They don't expect looking out work. They don't expect favor type nope. edits. They expect nope. they expect more. Yeah. most of the time. What you mean you to, can slim this? Wait, I want that. Wait, you in the car and they asking you where the ass at? Like, yeah, I just left the shoot. Nah, why, where's why that? you on my ass? Like, so when can I expect this, Cordrell? Mm. When can I expect Ooh. it? <laughs> that so that'd be the funny part. All right, so we got an interesting part of the podcast. This is the part of the podcast where. You ask the questions. I ask the questions to Quadrille. Excuse me. Not a Q. <laughs> it's because of Lou and it's because of Quadro. 
which is a dope ass drug name. No, no, Quattro, <laughs> Quattro. No. no. <laughs> so you ask the you ask the questions, I ask the questions, Quadra answers them. Okay. That's fair? Sure. All right. Is Sorry, this a was... speed round? Or... Nah, is nah, you asked, nah. <laughs> Do you want it to be? <laughs> so first one comes for Sasha. Shout out to Sasha. She says, How can I create long lasting relationships with my clients? Be a human. Um, let's let's see. How can you create long lasting? Is it a client you really want coming mm. back around? Like you have to um, curtail the BS. You have to you have to create your niche. You have to like find people who are going to show the best part of your work. Mm, you have true. those are the people you want to build relationships with, and like talk to people honestly that's how yeah you, i mean go out see who hits you up when you don't have your camera in your hand and genuinely check on you those are probably the people you want to talk to and build relationships with build, absolutely build across not up um i appreciated uh all of my clients that just randomly hit me up when i had a kid um not even to say they was like, yo, let me know when you back. But I just wanted to check on you and your wife. I want to make sure y'all good. Do y'all need anything? Shout out to my clients that came to my baby shower. You didn't come, Ooh. but it's cool. Um, I didn't know you, bro. I about to say, I don't think I even knew you. <laughs> you. You wasn't talking to nobody. Like you was two days away from having a baby and you were sitting in there. Freezing. I'm about to, I'm about to go. <laughs> Look, right. let me tell y'all. And I told Kay this yesterday. I said, Kay, I said, uh, so with the gallery, how cold would it be in here so I can dress appropriately? And she just laughed and she. You know, she has our high pitched laugh. <laughs> and yeah, for everybody to know, Kay is actually supposed to be in here today, but because she um has a lot going on for a gallery that we're in, I picked another artist to come through. Oh, I'm in the replacement. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Tuttle Buddy. Hey, Tuttle Buddy. <laughs> I hate this guy. So, <laughs> I hate you too. <laughs> but no, I was in class freezing, bruh. And then I was in there like, all right, we freezing. It was cold. Do we have to wear masks? No, we didn't wear masks. I mean, he, Titus was like, I, I think we did. I think we did. Did we? Yeah, because they went yeah. and bought new masks because. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we was doing that. It was cold in there. And then we only had sparkling water. Mm. No, they had leftover snacks from like a party <laughs> or something. And that's what we was nibbling on. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so um it was freezing in there and then yes he is absolutely correct i was having a baby like 72 hours later and i was just like yo matter of fact i think we met on thursday and my baby came on tuesday and i was just like yo my girl is like blowing my phone up like fix your notice eviction notice for this kid get him out of me look <laughs> and so i'm like yo i'm like going through the motions and then i'm just like Congratulations. What did they just say in this class? Like, all right. Uh, and then, but it's cool now. But congratulations really, again. Thank you. I appreciate it. It was a, it's a learning experience. Mm. Every day I wake up and learn. Every day I get the opportunity to um, learn more about myself. It teaches you patience. Mm. Um, but yeah, I do appreciate all of my clients who kind of, not kind of, but they literally hit me up and was like, yo, just wanted to check on you. And so, yeah, Sasha, if you want to create relationships with your clients, sometimes you have to create a relationship with them, even though even if you want to keep it as a business relationship, you need to create a business relationship with them. So figure out their birthday, send them an email on behalf of your company. Happy birthday. Um, 
you know, things of that nature. But yeah, I'm with you. Mm. Create those relationships. Um, Mariah, she said, what's your thoughts on directing a client over posing a client? Ooh. A client or a model. Let's let's start <laughs> let's start with like an actual model. Uh-huh. Like <laughs> whew. I mean, you have to well, one, you have to have a repertoire of poses in your mind at okay least simple simple like i always say hey that's a conversation if these is ugly nobody <laughs> don't gotta see him like, yeah absolutely i stress that to people too but directing like it still plays into knowing how to read people because people kind of if they don't trust you they're not going to warm up to you absolutely so they're going to give you stiff like so one music one music is mm. universal language i always have music on most of my shoots. Okay. I got a little JBL charge yeah. up in there. <laughs> like, yeah. So vibing, then I'll make someone laugh. And then, all right, let's, okay, you did that on accident. And then I'll, I'll kind of like coach and praise, but I won't show them for a while just so I can see like their range of comfortability. Yeah. Like, and then I'll slowly break it down and then stop and, like I'll have, like I said, one or two images in my mind that I know I'm trying to get where like if I see a trail of light or something, like I'll play off of that. And then, oh, wow, you did that naturally. OK, let's let's go with that. And then I can bring it out of him. True, true, true. All right. I like that. Yeah, I've um, I've never been good at posing people mm. ever. Um, And I used to hate when. <laughs> We allow this term model to be used so loosely, right? Um, If you're a model and you come to me saying, I need you to help me to pose, you're not a model to me. Yeah, That's that's my personal thing. You're a client at that point. And that's fine. Just don't tell me. Just own it. Just own it. You don't have to say, hey, I'm a model or I model. And and then when you get there, I got to work. I got to do what you supposed to be able to do because... Um, am I a photographer? If you come there and you got to show me how to use my camera, then probably no. not. No. More than likely, no. Mm-mm. Actually, no. Mm-mm. So I look at it as though when I talk to people, and they just say, yo, I'm a client. Like, help me. And I'm cool with that. I'm, I respect it. I love it. And that's fine. But so um, I used to hate when people come to me and be like, help me pose. No, you are a client at that point, And we're going to I'm going to direct you on doing certain things. And then we create something. Um, shout out to um, I just posted some of my branding photos. Make sure y'all follow Fernando. I forgot his Instagram name, but it's Ooh. that his work is. um, It was amazing because he had me doing shit during our shoot. And I told him before, I said, look, I'm not a model. Of course, you know, I'm a photographer. Do what you would do to any other client. If that's me standing there doing this, I said, I know how to fake laugh. I know how whatever. That's about as good as I, I got for you. And I was like, I'm going to be dressed appropriately. <laughs> and so he was like, all right. And so I just remember him having me do all this crazy shit that I would never do myself. Like, mm. never. And he was like, the more exaggerated you are, the better these images going to turn out. And they turned out fire. I liked it. Now, mind you, if I had any modeling experience, they probably would have been a lot better. But <laughs> um, and that was not on him. It was just solely on me. Yeah. So, but yeah. um, Yeah, I'm. I've now moved into... Let me direct you. Act this out for me or do this for me. And then I capture those motions versus pose this, do this, do this, look away, 
gaze into the sun and shit. You know, that shit just don't happen. Um, last question, Clayton. He said, "What is Clayton your Bigsby?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, Clayton Bigsby. No, who was that? Dave Chappelle. Oh. Uh, never mind. I know Dave Chappelle. From was it from the Chappelle show? Yeah. Okay. What episode? Like, what was the episode? The the, the, the Black Klansman. Okay, <laughs> Clayton Bigsby, brother. Okay, never mind. Never mind. I'm laughing because. I was watching Chappelle show. You was in middle school when that shit was popping. Yeah, I was in high school, so I didn't watch the Chappelle I show. Had, but I had it on DVD. I was see? watching all the wrong shit. Like, Absolutely, because I was in high school watching the wrong shit. So, and that was one of it. But I mean, we st- that was worse than when I was like when Chappelle show was jumping. I was a freshman in high school, so all the seniors was just talking about it profusely, like loving that shit. And they was explaining to me and I didn't get half the jokes. Cause my mom I'm 13 or 14, you know, whatever. And they 17, 18. They we really shouldn't let freshmen have classes with seniors. <laughs> that shit oh. That shit was rough being 13, listening to 18 year olds talk about sex. And I'm just like, wait a second, what are we being what? <laughs> like what? That goes where? <laughs> oh, nah. I mean, yeah. But Go ahead. Sorry, Clayton. My bad, dog. I Clayton said, what's your go-to equipment for a portrait session? Go-to. It's your whole setup. Setup. What you, whatever you want it to be. Come on. Don't. don't. Film, film, or, film or digital. You can give us the film one, then give us the digital one. I mean, I'm busting out the, the Mamiya RB67. With okay. The, with the, I'm probably going to bring the 65 and the, the soft focus 150. Creamy little both. You feel me? I'm probably bringing a monopod and mm. a monopod. You like those? With 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 the Mamiya? Have you ever carried a metal fucking box? I know it's heavy, but why wouldn't you just put it on a tripod? I guess it's not easy to carry around. I mean, depending on the shoot, but yeah, portrait. Yeah, I hate monopods. I thought they was the coolest thing, and I was. I mean, if you know how to use it, I don't. Yeah, I see. That's why you don't have a monitor. (laughs) Like yeah, but digital probably yeah regular, just, regular. yeah whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not even telling y'all because y'all not finished shit on me after he just gave y'all all that. So whatever. Right. Um, all right. Are you ready to move to the photography topics of the pod? Yeah, sure, sure. Let's. This is the part of the podcast we'll move into a serious note. Not really at all. Um, so all right, we have hand claps already. The Light Factory this Thursday, this Thursday, this Thursday, the Light Factory will be hosting a gallery featuring five um, artists. Is it five of us or six of us? Six of us. Six Six artists um, called Black Gaze, G-A-Z-E. Please show up this Thursday at six o'clock at the Light Factory off Central Avenue in Charlotte, North Carolina. I would love if everybody could do it. Um, 1817. Central Avenue. I'm glad he knows because I did not. Um, our mentor was Titus Brooks Higgins. Tight as hell. Tight as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Titus um, came to the Light Factory. He had a vision of, you know, educating um, some artists. And we were selected. We signed up. We were selected. Um, super grateful. Dope opportunity. Um, for the last six months, we've been working together. We, um, A couple of the people in the group knew each other. I didn't know nobody. <laughs> so but it was cool to get to know everybody we had dinner this man cooked most people do not know you know how to cook i mean most of my followers know i know how to cook oh wow um, back in high school like 
I definitely thought I was going to culinary school. I did culinary all four years, but then I ended up switching to photography, like a last minute decision. Really? Going to college. Yeah. That's what's they up. They used though. to call me Chef Drilly Drill. <laughs> I, for real. I used to sneak out the class. I brought this purple loaf of Amish friendship bread, broke bread with my people. <laughs> I'm telling you, this. these are real stories. Amish friendship bread. It has like a mother that you have to cultivate and then you take a little piece of it off. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and so you think you're nice. I mean, <laughs> you seen the results. Look, you, my you, man popped up on a, a pomegranate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> me and Doreen was talking about that yesterday. He was like, yo, my man just opened up a pomegranate and was just like, <laughs> and threw it on some salad. I was like, yo, I, I was like, yo. Did the salad even have dressing on it? Because the shit was good. It was balsamic reduction. <laughs> I had the, the roasted pecans with the strawberry, blueberry, and pomegranate. It was amazing. <laughs> it was a great dinner. So anyway, back to this gallery. Oh. Um, We're going to be there. I'm going to be there. It starts at 6. What time will you be there? I would start at 6. I didn't. <laughs> I'm going to be there early helping set up, Gavin. So what be- time can we expect you to be there? I'm gonna be sweating, so I'm gonna have to go in the back and change. So <laughs> I'm gonna be there. At, I'm gonna probably be there at like three, but then I'm gonna leave. Three? Yeah, I like showing up early. God dang! Who gonna help set up? You it should be, be already done. You think? That's what. You, that's what you think. You said you ain't never did no art. Show sure have it, bro. I just had my first solo show. Yeah, you really? wanna when? You didn't invite me. It was August. It was before I knew you. Oh, it was the one that was at the gallery. Yeah. Because I came at that opening with the DJ in there. I mean, no, that wasn't. That was something else? I mean, it might have. Was it at? No, no. It was before then. Okay. So, all right. So, explain to me. Explain to people, because this is a photography podcast. Um, A gallery happens the day of. So, as an artist, I'm assuming that everything will be set up. You're telling me that's false. That's what? How does it look when you get there? So, our right. hypothetically... Um, ours literally starts at six. So what time do you suggest artists get there and what can we expect that needs to be done? You ever go inside your kitchen, expect dinner to be made and then nobody's out at the fucking house. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Nah, that's not how that works. Okay. So 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 pull up early. I would say probably 12 realistically. 12? 12. If you want to make sure stuff is done, if if there ain't no brackets, stuff would just start falling off the wall. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling we you. We put brackets and wires on all the pictures yesterday. Okay, I wasn't there yesterday. <laughs> that's, I didn't know. But sometimes that's what happens. That's, that's okay. usually how it go down. They're going to have to get some wine up in there. you going to have to get some ice. I don't. Yeah, it's going to be little knickknack stuff that needs to be okay. done. Okay, I got No, that's what you're saying. Like stuff like that has yeah, happened. Yeah, but you don't want to wait till the last minute. 435 or 30 and thinking like, oh. Yeah, especially not on Central. With four or five traffic is gonna be stupid. Exactly, and you coming from what side? The north side. Come from where you come from? I stay around the corner. Exactly. (laughs) So, yeah, nah, you don't want to wait. All right, so be there early. Well, we're gonna be there. We need to be there early, but but you talking about three? I I just show up early, and then uh, if everything is done, you just gonna hang out. All right, cool, but all right, I'll show up early tomorrow, man. Um, it's gonna be super dope. It's us. Uh, shout out to Jazz. Shout out to Phil. Shout out to Doreeman. Shout out to uh, I do this every time. Sharice, sorry, Sharice, don't Ooh. kill me. She ain't gonna hear this after the the show, so she ain't gonna. Ooh. Um, but shout out to her and shout out to Titus and shout out to Kay, who's gonna be here 
today, but wasn't. But shout out to her because um, sometimes we have to appreciate certain people don't have to put certain things in the air mm. and make certain certain shit happen. And she did. And I'm appreciative of that yeah. as well. Kay um, goes above and beyond for her people. Absolutely. For those who those um, you're hearing this, the show has already started. So I am shooting people with albinism. Um, my thing was to showcase um, not to shit on my other people in the show but a lot of times when we talk about um people of color we talk about black people let me just go straight there um and we showcase them in different forms and different formats um it's rare if any that you ever see somebody with albinism ever featured featured so my thing was i really wanted to showcase um people with albinism and that's what's going on that day we're going on tomorrow you'll see that on thursday and i'm appreciative for everybody that helped out um whether it was mariah whether it was you know braylon you know i'm saying um all everybody um shout out to ashley who got her dad to really get up in there i don't know if he won his government out like that but it was super cool to hear these people's stories to hear what they were going through to say all right and um just to be able to sit with them and just listen to them was a pleasure um it was amazing and i'm super grateful so yeah that's what miles was on um, Cordero might want y'all just to pop up to see what his shit is on. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> the black gaze. <laughs> oh, we got a problem here. What's your issue, man? You know what the issue was. You knew what the issue That's was. It's me, man. My wife want to know. I'm telling you, nobody don't want to talk to me. Yeah, I keep looking. It's just instinct. I'll be like, oh, wait, never mind. Somebody else in the room. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Oh, we got a problem here? What is your issue, man? I mean, shit. This is his life. Oh, you was you was roasting me about <laughs> four or five episodes ago with Jess. I got on, it was early in the morning. I was like, oh, let me check this out. <laughs> what shit, I said about I ain't you? Even, he was like, I didn't even know he existed. <laughs> I thought him and Demirian was the same person. Okay. First of all, Jess set me up, all right? I'm going to tell this. And Jess, you just going to have to fight me. And you're going to have to fight me, all right? <laughs> and Jess, you ain't gonna see me because by the time you hear this, the show is over. You're gonna be in New York. Exactly. <laughs> so what happened was you and Dream Man were sitting beside each other. Cool, bet. I knew it was certain people, two different people, because um you had lock you have locks, and that was it. He has a toboggan on us, uh or a beanie, beanie on. Him. Probably so. I'm like, all right. Now the the issue came, and Jess knew this, but she set me up. By the way, Jess, I just want to let you know I lie all the time when I tell my stories over, so this is totally a lie. But you have to, you got to live with it because you ain't here to defend yourself. So on Zoom, you and Dreamin, y'all use y'all had the virtual backdrops. So he has the Hey Arthur one, and hey you Arnold. had Arnold. Hey Arnold, excuse me, and you have something else that you had up there. So I'm like, yo. Why does this guy have two different names and he in the same space? <laughs> and so I was like, how did he get? And mind you, you kept always saying like, yo, I didn't get into the class. So I was assuming you just logged in something else. I'm like, why he got two different names? In and out, because I just didn't know what Doreen's name was. So I was telling Jess, I was like, yo, I thought they was the same person this whole time. Yeah, it was. But, you know. I was having a, I had a kid at that time. I was sleepy. I was sleepy. It was the sleep deprivation. Exactly. Like, all y'all look the same. See, that's, see, that's, see. No. See. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I do have Cordrell here. 
a quadro. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna just call you that. I'm gonna just call you that. Only when there's nobody else around, because I don't want people really fucking up your name. I know so. they're, they're gonna fuck up my name regardless. No, nah, I'm gonna be there to correct them. Q, Q, there ain't no <laughs> fucking Q in my name. So you just lazy. You don't want to listen. If you fuck up my name, I'm a blank. I'm gonna just start blanking on nigga. That's what Titan did to you, I, bro. You gonna say? Please. He said, "Uh, you gonna you gonna edit this segment out when we talking about?" All right, yeah, I edited out. I'm nah, making nah, a time. Nah. I'm, I'm making a time step now. No, no, no. It's cool. I'm. We know. We know what the fuck happened. Me, <laughs> me, and you had the conversation. He was like, "Nah, <laughs> I got a reason why I can't say your name." <laughs> Look, for those who do not know, I'm going to say it, so we make sure I definitely bleep this out. <laughs> um, flag. Cool. Now I can say what I need to say. I had to make a marker so people know I'm flagging. Um, imagine somebody tell. Imagine somebody saying your name wrong, and you say, "Hey, just want to let you know you said my name wrong." And they go, "Nah, I got a reason why I'm saying this shit wrong." I got <laughs> a bitch, you're not gonna come for me. <laughs> the video stopped. <laughs> the video. Fuck. I get it. But the joke is, <laughs> there's no joke. There is no joke. That shit is fucked. He said, "Look, my motherfucking <laughs> collard green." Like, Shut uh, up. <laughs> I can say your name however I feel like it. Because, because, because whoo, that's, that's. And I just remember the whole class. This is the longest bleep ever. <laughs> I just remember the class that uh, everybody was kind of looking like. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> I just did. Moving on. Like, uh. <laughs> Carrie, Carrie is probably listening right now. Like, I'm so glad I know this story. Nobody else does. Right. Sorry for the bleeps, everybody. Um, all right. Um, the seven, the Sony A74 just dropped. It is actually twenty five hundred dollars, which. Only reason why I'm highlighting this 2500 is because it's Sony's newest camera and it's still cheaper than Canon's R5, and they're mm. supposed to be competing. And Told you, you. And and the thing is, if you want this camera, this camera is gonna cost you thirty two, thirty three hundred dollars. And if you want the new Sony, it's gonna cost you seven hundred dollars. You can get a bunch of other shit with it. So it's kind of like, what do you want to be doing? Actually, it's not. I think this shit cost me four grand. I can't remember how much this shit cost. Told you, but. That's why I had to let them go. Yeah, you know, with the video at least. My issue, yeah. So you you do video? I mean, I'm assuming when you said you went to, I went to school for digital film video production. Really? Yep. Got an associate's with it. Graduated 2015. That's what's up. Mm -hmm. Um, videos is um. I wish I knew how to do videos, but the whole. In another world, I would love to take a video class. Not necessarily to do it. YouTube. Yeah. App, YouTube University is the best thing ever. But yeah. um, I would love to at least get in there and understand the, like storyboarding and understanding. I was talking to Marcus about that. And I was trying to get in his mm-hmm. psyche of when he creates stuff and then when he works with Luke and they create stuff. Like y'all go in there with storyboarding and all that stuff. And it was just a long conversation that we had to have off mic. But it was super dope. You know, you thinking of stuff like that. Good, good guy. He's a great guy, man. Um. I met him as a child, and so oh. to see him develop into who he is now is uh, amazing. 
And even for him, for most people don't know, he was he was here. And because the audio was lost and we had to rely on the video audio, you could hear him laughing in the backdrop. And he was the closest to the camera. So <laughs> I did have to bleep. I had to cut the video in certain parts where he was just saying shit. Because I was like, when, you know, I respect him because he came. And I was like, look, I got an extra mic. If you want to just sit here, I know it's not about you. But if you want to just be able to say something, he was like, nope, this is about my brother. Yep. I'm here to support. I don't want nobody to know what's going on. Um, <laughs> and you just going to cough on me, bro? That was a regular cough. Not the COVID it, call. That's that's a regular. <laughs> you gotta nah. You gotta specify with these niggas. Yeah, you do. No, no. But while we're on the topic of Mark Prosper, shout out to Mark Prosper, please. <laughs> he's he's actually the person who got me connected with K Tuttle. Um, mm. it was during it was like right before a photo walk. Um actually simplistic phobia or mm-hmm. like he changed his name will sir will yeah um invited me to do a film photo walk did he That's, change it from sir will to simplistic uh, no simplistic to sir will. now sir will yeah oh, cool. i did a photo film photo walk just um was actually the other special guest photographer mm-hmm. um mark prosper ended up linking me with k tuttle and that's how i ended up um having my first solo show so that's what's a huge up. shout out to Mark Prosper. Good fellow. Mark is uh he's always been solid since high school. Um I went to school with him. Okay. Well, that's Yeah, I heard I, I listened last to the shitty audio. Oh you oh you come on, bro. rocking Don't. Jordans, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not a secret head. I was I'm bro, not I was, di- I was dying. Bruh, he told me that in high school and I was just like, fuck you, bro. <laughs> but I realized like it, it hurt because I was like, yeah. I remember Mark was the first person. I was like, yeah, I like sneakers. He was like, what's your favorite shoe? And I was, I said Jordan, and I didn't even know what Jordans I like. Because I wasn't wearing Jordans back then because I could never get my hand on Jordans. I just knew I liked certain Jordans. He was like, you ain't no sneakerhead. Get out of here. It is. And I was like, damn. It's like, dunks. Right, bro. I love dunks. Yeah. Yeah. Mark was the only one. And I, you know what made me laugh is, um, I laugh when people now wear dunks because- Back then, people used to get picked on for wearing dunks. Mm. They were looked at like, oh, those getting, are the skateboarders. Those oh, I was are, getting picked on then. Yeah. yeah. Like nobody, like now dunks sell out before they drop. I'm like, God dang. Because I see a pair of dunks I like because I like they, first of all, dunks is cheaper than all the other shoes. Um, second of all, they got the best colorways now. Stories. Yeah, and they actually have meaning behind them. So I'm like, all right, cool, bet. I see a pair of dunks and I get on there and them shits be gone like that. And I'm like, yep. yo. And then everybody be wearing them. And you know what? Hate to do it, but I got to do it. Yo, it was the Hornets cheerleaders that ruined all this shit. <laughs> I'm blaming it on them. Sorry for any of the ladies. It's a couple of you ladies who I rock with. I didn't shot and I love. I'm not talking about you three. It's the rest of them. And I'm talking about the cheerleaders from like 2010. Mm. And the reason why, because they were wearing uh, Jordan 1s first. And they used to wear the ones that kind. Con- they used to wear the Jordan ones that kind of looked like they had a heel in them. But they were wearing Jordan ones before everybody, like t- before they was making them back popular. Because you know how the media do. They figure out a shoe that, like, all right, some people's all right, cool. This sector, these hot girls is wearing it. Let's just push it out to the masses. Right. And so these those girls was wearing the Jordan ones first because back in the day, people wasn't wearing Jordan ones like that. It was not the thing. Now it's like the hottest shoe ever. And so I laugh because I'm like, damn, back in the day, 
Nobody was wearing Jordan 1s. Nobody was definitely, nobody definitely was wearing dunks. People used to pick, they used to tell people that wore dunks like you wearing the fake Air Forces. Mm. Like, I remember those days, and I remember dudes, I didn't wear dunks, but I remember dudes picking on people that used to wear dunks, and Mark used to always wear SBs, and I, he used to, yep. all the time. And he was just like, yeah, you ain't a sneakerhead till you understand needs. And he used to do that to me all the Talking time. Talking about with them Tiffany. Them t- Never mind. See? And so, anyway, it. now I blame the Jordan Chili's now because everybody now would be like, oh, yeah, I'm a sneakerhead. And it's like, and then I hate when y'all be bitching about not getting the Jordan 1s on sneakers app. It's like, yo. Never mind. Let me shut up. It's a fat person shoe, but that's a whole other subject. Don't let that rock. I still love y'all. Y'all not really. in like, ugh. And then every time they do a sneaker ball, it's like, oh, who has a pair of Jordan 1s? Because that's the only fucking shoe that we can get. And it's like, yo, y'all don't even be wearing no hot shit. Y'all just wear some Jordan 1s and some shoes. But y'all going to kill me for this episode now. But it's cool. It's, it's, it's straight. It's yeah. straight. It's cool, though. What's your favorite pair of tennis shoes? Uh, Nike SB Dunks. Oh, I was about um, to say. If you was about to say some Jordan 1s, I was about to no, just no, end no, this whole no, podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> I got it's a, a squirrel moment, by the way. No, I got a pair of Clint's, which is like, it was like a brand from like this designer. Yeah. Okay. It, and it kind of reminds me of, what is it? The Etnies D3 2001. It's like a chunky ass shoe. Uh-huh. I, I just. You love it? Yeah. It's orange. I wore it at my show. It's. <laughs> Just, I can't stand this guy. I don't know. Either that or right now. Probably. Mm, let me see. What else I get? Maybe the foam runners. Foam okay. runners are cool too. You know. Yeah. Right now I'm wearing a somewhere in collective, somewhere in America, um, collective shoe. I'm wearing the waffle and butters, which is cool. They um they're kind of hard, but they're kind of they're hard, like on the sole is kind of hard, but it's like it's one of those things where it's like it's not uncomfortable. Which I don't mind that they have like a harder type sole just because it's nothing but linen all around it. You but, um, some support. yeah, and they're cool, they're really cool because they're bright ass yellow now. But when you go in the sun, they turn red. Mm. So it's like it's super dope. I had no idea until I fucking put them on and I went outdoors and I'm like, yo, now my shoes don't even match with my outfit. Now I look tacky fuck, as hell. Fuck you up. Yeah, it did. Um, but yeah, shout out to him. Um, Somewhere in America, bro. We got to cut down on your delivery time and the way that you promote your business, but whatever. No disrespect to him. I, you know what made me mad? Pinky up. He wrote he wrote something online about how long uh, it takes to deliver his shoes and how long um, how people need to keep up with updates. And I gave him a very simplistic way of handling business. I hate when people do business bad. Um and I'm not saying he handled business bad. It's definitely better ways he can handle his business. And that's what I tried to give him. And I explained to him. And bro wrote me from a burner account. <laughs> he wrote me from a burner account on my comment. And then him, his main account, and some other bullshit fake accounts was just liking his comment. And I was just like, yo, I know this is a burner account because when I go on there, you only post your shit on there. You only repost everything that you post. Like, this is clearly a burn account. And I'm not saying that Devin or Devlin, whatever, um, excuse me, bro, if I'm mispronouncing your name. I'm not saying that brother was the one who was running it. But somebody from his team was clearly running this burner account. And the only thing I was telling him was like, yo, 
you have a messed up process where you give updates from your shoes and you rely on Instagram as your only source of updating your following. That's cool. However, what you probably should do is list that on your private domain on your website that you own and you can list every shoe and where is that in the process and people can just click on this link and go there and he was his thing was if people don't check on instagram you think they're gonna check on my website and i wrote him back and i was like i don't have time to scroll for 10 minutes on looking for a shoe that i ordered six months ago you post three times a day every day and you tell me i gotta go six months i'm like bro i don't have time for that but if i knew like hey to check for updates, click this link right here, and it's in your bio. Absolutely, I click it. But the burner account that was used didn't do it. Um, if anybody follow him, tell him to check this out. He, he said, you got your shoes, though, right? I got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So It took six months, though. Yeah, that's cool, but you got them. <laughs> it took six fucking months. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> yeah. This dude stopped me before when I was in a barbershop. He was like, yo, aren't, are those his shoes? And um, I was like, yeah, they said shoes. And he was like, he was like, yo, how long it took? I was like, bro, I ain't trying to discourage you. It took six months. And he goes, damn, could you even, did you even still have an outfit that you bought him for? <laughs> I was like, no, I don't have that outfit no fucking more. I almost oh, hit myself. Man. And so that was the thing. But, it, but look, when I got my shoes and now I wear them, even though I was planning on wearing these in the fall, um, and now they're a winter shoe. Which is fine. I'm gonna be really wearing these shits every day in the spring, but um, I'm happy. But it did take a while, and I have some other disgruntlements. But I don't want to seem like I'm killing a black business as I just did for the last five minutes. So that's yeah. that. Um, the last <laughs> another thing before we get out of here. Um, oh, two more things. Um, the ASC they are having an emerging emerging creator fellowship. Um, don't apply for it. Just, just don't worry. <laughs> that shit. Yeah. Y'all not artists. Because <laughs> I do not want y'all to get this money. Just don't he worry said leave it. it for him. Um, No. We, <laughs> <laughs> I'm letting y'all know because of this. Two things. I do want this podcast, and Cordell is making a joke. All right, so nobody needs to kill him for this, unless you want to, and it get, brings engagement to my podcast. Um, but no, for real though, I, I do want people to feel like they come here and learn things and get things out of this podcast. Um, but also, we need to, we do need to share information. Um, and also, I, I look at it like this. There's been several of the grants that I've told people to apply for, and people in this group, in our Facebook group, has um, won it. Um, for everybody that does not know, we do have a Facebook group, uh, No More Pie by Gavin B on Facebook. Please check it out. Please join. It's photographers and videographers only. Please, 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 please. Models, I love y'all, even though y'all think I hate y'all, and I sh every chance I get, I shit on y'all. Um, I get it. Please stop trying to join the group. Or at least lie and say, yes, I am a photographer. Because <laughs> y'all get, get in the group, and you'll say, hey, I'm a model. I'll say, one of the first question says, are you a photographer, videographer, or neither? And they'll put neither and say, I'm a model. And I'm like, you, you're getting denied every fucking time. Like, I don't care. Um, lie to me. Please, just lie to me. <laughs> the reason why, because I do want to keep it only for photographers. Certain things, because the reason why I don't need um, a thousand people in the group and only 200 people are photographers and nobody's engaging because they're like, this is not why Santa for this group. So I keep it in photographers because information like this is in there. So please check it out if you want to know that. But we put it in the other grants in there. Um, when the city of Charlotte was giving out 15 grand to just people, literally. And we have people in our group win. Um, 
the mentorship program that we're a part of. I put that in there for people to sign up and go do. Um, and we had some people sign up for it. You know what I'm saying? It is funny that I was selected, but whatever. <laughs> I had no pool. Shit rigged. <laughs> Shit rigged. I had no pool to let everybody know. Um, I got pool. You do. I know. When we show up there and you pulling off artwork off the walls, you got pool. I'm over this nigga. So um, one of the things, though, you do need to be a resident of Charlotte for the last three years. Not even Charlotte. There are certain counties. So please check that out. Um, you have to be working on a current project. You got to be over 25. And they are giving out. Um, they're giving out eight bands. eight bands to 10 people. So please check it out. Sign up. Um, the Associated Press is to launch in some NFT for photography. Um, I'm super excited to see where that's what that's going to do. What that's gonna look like? Non fungible token. Um, I really don't know shit about NFTs, but I think it's gonna be, you know, I don't know. You know, it's gonna be because you don't know yet. Yeah, it's gonna be something. That shit going, and it's gonna be too late. Yeah, so I'm trying to jump on it. Digital real estate. They're gonna have you buy the cojones, and, <laughs> and it's gonna be too late. I don't even know how to get started in that space. Uh, type in how to get started on NFT. Like I, I just helped you out. <laughs> I can't stand you. I'm, bro. I'm telling you the truth. I need you to help me out. No. Why no. not? Hell, no. you help me. <laughs> help, <laughs> bro. You can't help me with an NFT. Did like you see, when did you, you you see me post NFTs yet? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how. I just don't get it. Bro, what am I supposed to do? Go buy a house in a digital space? I Niggas mean, can't buy houses in Charlotte, but so I, mean, I would go buy one online. Mm, that's like saying we we could talk about this off camera. I'm not about <laughs> to shame you for your lack of motivation. Knowledge. I mean, <laughs> call you, me you, ignorant. You see the you see the future being built right in front of you. you see, Absolutely. You see stuff getting sold for fifteen ETH. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you like, what the fuck is that? And then it's it's happening. Now is the time to tap in. The sad part is probably a year ago I wrote on in our photography group. I was like, yo, anybody know anything about NFTs? And everybody was like, nah, fuck that. And I'm laughing because I'm like, damn, future over here buying people artwork for bands. And he's just like, all right, now I'm going to just make this my Instagram profile yep. picture. And none of y'all can't do shit with it. None of y'all can't do nothing with it yet. Yeah, yet. And they're finding different ways. And uh, you know what? Um, I'm working with photo ops. Of, yeah, photo ops. Um, shout out to them. They're a company that's making, um, you know, they're trying to bring clients and photographers together so that they can find leads for photographers and send them their leads without the ph photographer doing work. And I remember um, I was talking to one of the guys and he was like, yo, I think there's should be an opportunity to do NFTs on there so we can make it easier for people to, you know, sell and all this other type of stuff. And I was like, yo, we should really look into it. I was like, yo, I don't know enough, but I do think it um, because sometimes do how do. You sell your artwork, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How do you go about right now? How hard is that for you to do? Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about the NFT space, but I'm just saying in general, like it's one of those things where you go on one of these websites, you set it up and then people go up there and buy prints. Do you sell it directly? Direct right now. Okay. Um, it's a conversation. Mm -hmm. I don't want my art in anybody's house. Like, yeah, it, it's conversation. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's, let's see. Imagine your your artwork like like i said if your art has meaning and Absolutely. everything that's 
been per- permeating in your mind mm-hmm. for a year, and it's like, all right, this is my brainchild. I don't want it to go to someone who completely conflicts or goes against the ideals mm. or the thoughts that went into it. So, yeah, it's selective processing. Yeah. That makes sense. I respect it. I know. I know it makes it. I did. I might have said it like I was unsure, but I be known. <laughs> that's that's the. Yeah. My guest gonna stop coming on here shooting at me on the podcast. My bad, dog. Yeah, <laughs> my bad, dog. But no, that sounds that that makes sense. Um, the question was asked about this gallery. What happens to our artwork when we get done, and it's going to be gifted to us? And it was stated that hey, maybe you could sell it. And you know, I was thinking about. Um, I only have one image. That I think is sellable. Um, don't say that though. That's that's the first art rule of selling art. Don't say. It. Yeah, people not gonna fuck with this. So okay. Uh, well, so stop saying that shit. That's don't do it, Gavin. Cool. All right, I ain't gonna say it again. So, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I, so but one of them, I was like, yo, I will. Let me put it like this. It's one image in there that if I saw it, I was like, I definitely want that in my house, right? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about it. I was like, if I was that boy's mom, what would I think if, like, my son was just up in somebody's random house randomly? And I was thinking, I was like, it might be one of those things where I wanted to have a conversation with somebody and be like, this is why this was created. This is, you know, the purpose of that. Um, so anyway, when you when you just said that, that's what that made me think of It's like, Absolutely, because uh, one of the biggest things, and me and Titus actually had this for real conversation, was um, people, when you look at people with albinism and they are created, they're they're objectified, you know what I'm saying? It's like some weird shit going on. It's like, oh, let me show you how really white this person's skin is, right? And uh, it's like, it's weird. It's just weirdo shit. I will put it like that. And it's um, especially with somebody that has albinism. I look at it always and I'm just like, cringe cringe when i see it right and i told titus was like i'm so happy you're not doing that and i was like no nah, i wouldn't do it because it makes me uncomfortable with somebody um but anyway i didn't i don't didn't want that to happen here you know with selling this work but yeah but in these prints is huge as shit so sell it to an institution that believes in your cause yeah absolutely you know what okay i see what you did there what the fuck are you talking about well that's why i brought you on here i mean I was the third option. I was back up, back up, back. <laughs> My goal was to get all of us to do one big ass episode, but I don't have enough mics. You see, you're in here. It's only four mics, and it's seven of us. Rent equipment. I, I know, but I got I can't even work one mixer. Get a do DSS. I don't even know what that is. Dual system sound. You slated like you can set multiple recorders. In different areas See Alright so we're gonna do that For an episode And you're gonna See This is why you need Great people on the podcast To help you out To show what we're gonna do And I got you Thank I'm about you. to get up Off this motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> We are almost done hey. um, Before we go Any last things You wanna tell people You wanna get out there You wanna share with the The community Of course Go ahead Let's hear it Tell them um, And then Before you do that You don't Don't give your tags And shit like that Because you gotta read Your question out of there Oh um, so before we do that, but any information, any lasting words you want to leave with people? Um, hmm. Oh my God. Damn, I, I didn't know it was going to take this turn. I thought we were going to have a lightning round or something. Well, um, like, oh, damn. I, I don't know. I don't know. I ain't never finished the podcast. I, I tuned in, but I ain't never finished. 
after I've been getting roasted on this month, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna turn this bitch off. That's black men need therapy. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm going to my first therapy session on Friday. Really? Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about that. Do it. How did you um find your therapist? Through one of my friends. Okay. That's what's up. Gang signs? Nigga threw up gang signs under the camera. <laughs> but nah, nah that's dope. Are you excited? Yeah. Nervous? Yeah, yeah. All of the above, actually. Okay. It's a, it's an enlightening experience, hopefully. Hopefully. Um, um, I've heard mixed results, but yeah. Just, um, I'm happy for you. Yeah. It's, Seriously. That's dope. You. Um, Three episodes ago, I had a therapist on. Ooh. And it was super dope because she came in and I met her on a shoot. A branding shoot and I was the photographer and just sitting there and I remember um she was mad cool and then so I was like yo I would love you to come on because artists need therapy mm-hmm. and um it's hard for us I don't know what you do outside of photography but um if you don't have like a corporate job that gives you like the free sessions and then you can determine if you want to continue it it's hard for us because it comes straight out of pocket right yeah. um and it ain't cheap. It's almost like another bill you have to do. Yeah. But it's, it's um, you know, me and her talked about that. She said, look, it's not as expensive as you think. She said, however, it's very much more, it's very, uh, it's more important than other things you may do, but you just need to do it. And then uh, me and her had a conversation of, um, you know, it's very rewarding. Mm-hmm. And she was saying, black people black men especially you know even black women she was saying both she was like look black people got to start getting therapy talk about therapy this shit and talk about shit because it's artists it's hard you sometimes you do get in those um and me and marcus talked about it at the top of our episode we talked about him going on a mental break sometimes you do need those mental uh-huh. breaks those mental times to say hey i'm not in a good space because your art um gets affected when you just running and running bro Yep. It's it's exhausting. You can get exhausted real quick and then you can be sitting there like my shit is trash because I'm trash at the moment. I'm not feeling it. I'm going through it. So I encourage everybody. I know y'all been hearing about me talk about going to see see a therapist. Um please do. Word. And so for you to take that steps, man. For real, for real, for real. Um that's super dope. That's Thank super you. dope. Proud Thank of you. you. All right, man. Find your question. Do you know your question in the notebook? No, nah, I only got to page 1. What? All right. Before we get out of here, um, but while he's finding his questions, um, I do want to say, please find us on Spotify. Please check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Please, 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 please. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please do me a favor, a solid right now, and subscribe and rate the podcast. Please give us five stars. And if you Ooh. give us five stars and you read a comment, I will. Read it out on air because uh, we're needing it. We I would appreciate it, any and everybody that leaves us five stars. Please find us on Facebook at Pain Exposure Podcast. Um, like I said, uh, we're the same thing on Instagram, everywhere. Um, you found your question? Mm, no, nah, not yet. These just <laughs> funny as fuck, though. <laughs> What's the funny one you just seen? Mm, talking about spitting in your partner's mouth. Oh, yeah. I Shout like- out to Alyssa. Alicia. Oh. Alicia. Mm-hmm. She, she, uh, Oh, never mind. Is her name beside that? I know. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Did she say, well, yeah, we can read it. <laughs> She's mad cool. Dirty. Successful. <laughs> I like it. it. I like that shit. Uh, read one of them then. Mm, All right, nah, there you go. That question nah. you just landed on. Mm. Come on, read Come it. On. Come on, man. Who am I doing? Mm. 
I'm trying to give him to get you to read a question, y'all. He taking his. I'm taking my sweet ass time because now I got to cut all this out the podcast. Hey, you got to edit. Let's go. Oh, I ain't gonna edit all my all my Tinder dates was the worst Tinder dates. What the fuck? <laughs> Tell us about your worst Tinder date. That's your question right nah, now. I only went on like two. Okay, like, how was they that bad? Life altering mistakes. <laughs> life altering mistakes. What you mean? What happened? I went on like two quick little Tinder dates with somebody, and I ended up re-signing up for Sprint. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I ended up signing up for Sprint again. <laughs> Sprint is horrible, but uh, I want to. I want to find a good engaging question. <laughs> there ain't none. There, they're supposed to be low. All right, all right pick pick one. For oh, me. pick one for you. Yeah, Shit. he fucked up, y'all. Um, all right. Um. Yeah. Oh gosh, we don't want that. They handwriting too legible. All right. What's the weirdest place you've ever masturbated? <laughs> that's that's the that's the one. That's that's the I don't want to know that from you. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> We gonna be sitting beside each other during the artist talk. Like, I'm not shaking this nigga hand no more. Like that shit disgusting. Fuck. <laughs> 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 I don't want to know that face. Um Oh, I'm not answering that one personally. <laughs> see, so see nigga, you like what the fuck? Um Oh, here's the pen. I gotta check this off. Everybody keep asking this damn question. All right. The question that you're about to read right now. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um what's something that no, I'm not answering that. Excuse me, sorry. <laughs> see? Have you ever been fired from a job and what happened? Fuck no, I ain't get fired from no job. Really? I, I be quitting jobs. I mean, outside, I the only jobs I've actually had, like real jobs, mm-hmm. has been in food service. The first one was Fat Burrito, a legend <laughs> in, in Charlotte. Ended up quitting that motherfucker. <laughs> and they coming back for like the last days just because, you know, it's Charlotte staple. Uh-huh. Then I worked at Carabas. I seen <laughs> motherfuckers doing coke by the garbage can, and this it was this nigga named Rashad eating chicken wings on the floor by by the cold side, bro. I was stressed out. They was putting ice in the lettuce, and they was like, "It's called iceberg lettuce." <laughs> oh, we got a problem here, bro. Iceberg lettuce can't make that up. <laughs> Like what the fuck? <laughs> okay, so that's the job you got fired from. No, I ain't. Get oh, fired. you never got fired. I but never you quit. got fired. Yeah. So you quit at the iceberg. Yeah, bro. I was stressed. I was stressed. <laughs> it was like they used to call me Sway, like because I had the head wrap on because I had these same blocks, bro. They it was rough. It was rough. Um, I've been fired from two jobs, and I pride myself on not getting fired. But I got fired from one job. Um, first job, what? I don't know. I, it was maybe I almost. I was doing turfing, turfing like art, like rich people fake grass. Okay, yeah, artificial. Yeah, yeah, okay, artificial turfing. Yeah, and I was. It was like the off season. I work. I quit my other job, um, to come work with somebody, and then basically, he was like, "Yeah, bro." You stealing hours. I'm like, nigga, I'm I'm trying to promote this motherfucker. Like, how the hell am I stealing? 
And then I ended up having a blank on his ass. <laughs> and I guess I technically probably got released. Yeah, but, you got fired. But I, I snapped on that. <laughs> so he lost. <laughs> I got fired from two jobs. First job I got fired from, I used to deliver newspapers at UNCC. Ooh, <laughs> how'd that go? How'd that shit go? Cause Imagine me <laughs> delivering newspapers. <laughs> Paper boy. Look, I used to, let me tell you, it was the worst fucking job ever. So the only benefit of working at a college is um, no taxes get taken out of your check. So I was the guy. Oh, I was thinking something else. <laughs> no. So I used to, I used to have to get to the school at five in the morning on Tuesdays and Thursdays. They would load up my car and I would drive around the school. And my job was to go in to collect all the old newspapers, drop these and clip them. So like take the string out from them because every school, everything got so many bundles. So as I realized in certain buildings, like people wasn't reading these shits. I used to read the newspaper all the time at UNCC because they was interesting. And so I was realizing like, damn. Niggas not even reading these shit. So I wouldn't even take the bundles off. So when I had to come collect them two days later, I could just pick, pick. it back up instead of carrying these shits and looking like a loser, dropping them everywhere. And the worst was your job, your goal was to try to get all of this shit done before class started so you wouldn't look like that guy. Like, whatever, right? And mm -hmm. so my boy was doing it with me. He got fired first. And he was like, yo, man, they, I, I, he was like, yo, you know, I just wasn't doing it. My man was literally taking the newspapers, driving them straight to the garbage can, and just tossing them bitches Ooh. and going back to sleep. And so, what the fuck? So me, I did it one time, like I was doing it, and then, bro, it was just one of them days. I was just like, "Yo, I'm just not feeling this shit." Because you having to get up at four as like twenty one at twenty twenty one, you just not feeling it, bro. And I remember the girl called me, and she was like, "Yo, I'm about to let you go." I said, "Well, I quit." Fuck this shit. <laughs> she goes, okay. And just hangs up. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. And so, yeah, that happened. And then the, the last job I got fired at, um, shout out to Coles of London. I ain't bleeping y'all name. Fuck y'all. Um, I got fired from there. Check this out. I got, I got, um, his wife interviewed me. I meet him. I get the job and I meet bruh like four days after I, whatever right mm -hmm. and so then she goes oh this is who you really will be working with and it's her husband and so everything was cool man but it was just like um they found out i was a photographer wanted me to do some extra shit and that shit wasn't working for me um but i i try to keep a good face because i knew i was saving up a certain amount of money and i was quitting anyway right, right. and they got my ass before i got them bro but i knew i knew something wasn't right because the last week i worked there my boss did not talk to me for a full week. And I thought that was such a bitch move simply because, like, bruh, it was only uh, it was only eight of us working in the office. He's just not going to look at you. He and I'm the only you. black guy. So I'm the only black person not calling him racist at all because that was not him. But I do find it funny that I'm the only black guy and it's an office of like eight. And he walks to everybody in the morning, say, hello, good morning. How are you doing? Hello. He'll get to my black ass and be like. And he'll walk in his office. And then he'll email me like 30 minutes later and be like, come Passive talk to aggressive. me. Yeah, and I was just like, yo, what's wrong with this guy? And I remember I kept telling my pops. I'm like, yo, what I'm he's doing, my, pop, my pops was like, yeah, man, you might, you might want to start looking. And so I was laughing. And the last day, I tell everybody this story. This is a deeper story that I would love to share fully. But the last day, um, Thursday, 
I'm flying to New York to go to a photo conference called Photo Plus, and it's in Brooklyn every year. And um, I'm going to Photo Plus. It was on my new hire paperwork. It was on his calendar, and I know it was on his calendar because I made it. And on the secretary's calendar, I wrote it. So he knew I wasn't there. Bruh called me the next morning at 9 and was like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm out of town. You notice. He was like, no, you're not. I didn't know that. I'm like, it's on your calendar. If you go outside your office, it's right there. And he goes, yeah, I thought you was going to be at work. Yeah, so I'm going to have to just let you go. <laughs> and bruh fired me. And I remember I'm on the phone. I go, what? I'm going, all right. And he goes, that's all you have to say? And I was like, yeah. Like, who the fuck? Like, Bitch. And, and I remember I told my pops, I was like, as a black man, I couldn't take my pride to like, to even give him that like, oh yeah, I feel like, nah, bro, I'm not begging for no job from you. And I remember, um, shout out to my wife. I called my wife. I was like, yo, I just Man. got canned. And she was like, yo, have the most fun you can have in New York. Because when you get back, you always said you wanted to be a photographer full time. Don't go back to work. And I haven't been back to work since. And that shit being since 2019. So, but yeah. And I got fired like three days before my fucking wedding anniversary. My first one. And so it was just like, but yeah, fuck them. That was the funniest job. Um, funniest <laughs> situation ever, bro. Because when he get, he let me go, I was like, oh, you you about that life. Oh, you a bitch. He really is. He's a, He's a corn ball. Bro was. Let you go. Bro. <laughs> bro, I'm at work. And up, um, one of the job, one of the 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 other guy, he was like the assistant. He was like the vice president. He was like, "Where's your camera?" I'm like, "It's at home. I don't carry my camera with me every day." He was like, "Yeah, we we thought you was gonna take pictures today." I was like, "No, I told y'all, fuck that thing died." But I was like, "Yo, I told y'all I wasn't gonna. I'm not a photo. I'm a photographer, but I had a rule for not telling people I was a photographer mm -hmm. because when um you start working at jobs and people find out you're a photographer, your job will find a new way for you to use your camera." Mm -hmm. And I was like, fuck that. Mm -hmm. But yeah. So anyway, um, before we get out of here, tell everybody how they can find you, any new projects you got coming up, where they can find you, all that shit. Let's get it. All right, guys. Cordero Colbert here. Um, you can find me on Instagram at JMPCUT underscore. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, my God. Just wait, hold up. Hold up. About to do it to him. Do it. Okay, I had to do that one time. One time for the one. Time. Hold on. Plug this in. There. <laughs> Thank you. It, it. That's his name. The only photographer with a producer drop. I'm so mad at this guy. There you go. <laughs> so where can they? So that's where they can find you at. You got any projects coming besides Thursday? I mean, the black <clears throat> gays. gays. Sorry, y'all. If you say it fast enough, you know what it sounds like. Yeah. And no, never. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm currently working on myself. Okay. But That's good. I'm probably going to have another show coming up. See, wink, this wink. Nigga, this nigga keep a show, bro. See, how y'all be getting these shows? You know what? I'm talking about I mean, that out here. I mean, how? How do, how do you do it? You just say, I'm having a show, and then you plan, and you... You make that make shit happen. happen. Okay. No matter what. I I knew the date for my show and I wasn't changing it for nobody. No expect no exceptions. Like I knew. I respect that. That's dope. Let us know when your show happens so we can promote it and we can get everybody there. Bet. Um, what's your website? Um jumpcutstudios.com. There we go, man. Look, man. 
I want to thank you for coming. I appreciate you for coming. Um, it was last minute. Um, this is the only guest when I email and text, and he was like, "Yo, I prefer phone calls." And we hopped on the phone. I think we talked for like an hour. We was just shooting yeah. the shit and just laughing. But no, I do appreciate you. Hopefully, this ain't your last time coming. Thank uh, you Mark, for having me. Mark definitely said he want to come back on with you. Ooh. So, Ooh. that'll be fun be as well. Yeah. Um, and I appreciate y'all. And thank y'all for listening. I think I'm a DJ. Uh, make sure y'all follow me. I am underscore Gavin B. That's me and my voice right there. Yeah.